If you have heard Aerosmith, that must mean it's another dream episode. Bonus episode. Bonus. So, we might just jump right into this unless you guys have anything else you really want to say. No. This this dream. Basically, if you haven't listened to the other one. Go back and listen to the first one. These are actually dreams that one of us has had. One of us. <laughs> Do you know what we didn't add to the <coughs> to the intro? That little intro that we just made? That mm. mashup? The, I have a dream. I know. I thought about that, but I thought it might be politically incorrect. And I don't think that Martin Luther King necessarily wants to be associated with my dream. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Aerosmith, on the other hand. Dream yeah. on, Danny. Dream on. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah, this dream, it's uh, a little bit longer from, from our last one. Um, it completely different, and I don't know. It, there's, there's not much to say. We'll just have to jump right into it so you can, so you can see what this is. <laughs> completely different feel to this from, when, from our last one as far as, you know, everything was going wrong for Danny uh, in his life, apparently. <laughs> just nothing was, would go right. It was depressing. <clears throat> But I, mean, uh, I think I just don't feel at home at my own home. <laughs> like I feel like I just I need a ticket to get in. <laughs> so, well, all right. So let's let's go ahead and uh, just jump right in to this dream here. So, Dream Short Series Volume Two: The Spy's Daughter. I had just graduated from high school. And this is something that you will find as a common theme in his dreams <laughs> is that all of a sudden he's just doing something. <laughs> and, you know, I can't like. Well, how else would you well, start I don't, a dream? I don't know. But it's just it's just a yeah. funny concept to me that all of a sudden you're just I've graduated. <laughs> I've graduated high school. What's the next step for me? Well, yeah, to like, get a- <laughs> I mean, we talked. We were talking about it like earlier when we were reading these dreams. That it's, it's, it's like he just his dreams start with him just popping into existence, <laughs> and then he has to figure out where where he, he is, is. <laughs> when he is, what he is. He just has to piece things together. So, like the first, the first like few minutes of him just in his dream, it just must be like. Just like he looks like this dazed and confused. <laughs> Anybody that comes up and talks to him, like, "Hey, sir," he's just like, uh, <laughs> "It's like Scott Bakula in uh, Quantum Leap when he just like keeps jumping into other people's bodies and he's like, Ugh. <laughs> oh crap, where? Okay, what time am I in? Who am I? Uh, what is my mission?" <laughs> so. So I had just graduated from high school and got a summer job as a house framer. I'm hard at work framing on the roof of a new house being built in the woods. Like, all right, son, you want to be a framer? I got a great place for you. We're building a new house in the woods. I like how in his, I like how in his dream he becomes this. Like, he would never yeah, be a framer. He becomes, he becomes this like. Hands on, I like to work with my hands type <laughs> carpenter down to earth <laughs> kind of guy. Who knows? Where yeah, in real life, someday, like in real life, he's <laughs> like, I ain't. Danny, tell me how Dutch. many inches between studs? <laughs> well, there's at least one in this room. 
Oh, but doom. I was going to say if you're framing a wall, 18 inches between studs. No, 16 inches on center. Wrong. Well, that's weird because <laughs> at my house, we do it. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why his house is more structurally integrity. It has more structural integrity <laughs> from that last dream. So he's building a house in the woods. When I notice that it's time to call it a day, I'm not really in the mood to go straight home. So I decide to hit up the local rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> He imagines himself as a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> hit up the local rodeo that's going on that night. I can't help it that I'm manly in real life and manly in my I don't know dreams. if I can not finish this story without talking in a, in a southern <laughs> accent. While I'm at the rodeo, some of my co-workers, a girl sits down next to me, starts talking to me. She's super cute and cool. We hit it off right away. I asked her if she wants to go out sometime. She said she'd love to. But if we're going to start dating, then I have to meet her parents first. <laughs> uh, red flag. If there was ever a red flag. And I'm not saying you can't meet somebody's parents. But before you even go on <laughs> a date, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can. Mm. You're gonna have to meet mom and dad first. Just got very strict rules. <laughs> well, as we go through the story, you will see why. I guess a little bit, or at she least is, gain an understanding. She a southern belle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mister, you want to take me on a date? <laughs> you gonna meet my pa and my mom? Mama. Mama, mama. Me that mama. sounds no, like that you... character from uh, Family Guy, like the pervy <laughs> yeah. neighbor. Oh, that guy who's like, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Did you do the whistling thing? Yeah. Why don't you come over to my house? <laughs> I got some popsicles. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I'll give you kudos for this next line here. I think this is a bit strange, but then credit goes all out the window. <laughs> Credibility, I guess. But she's worth it to me, so I agree. <laughs> she's worth it to you. I don't even, you met her. She sat down next to you at the rodeo. <laughs> My mind works quick. Right. In this dream, he, he can read people like <laughs> instantly. <laughs> Like, think of all that I've accomplished in such a short period of time. In one paragraph, I've graduated high school, got a job, built building a house in the woods, went to a rodeo, and met, met a girl, and am now already going to meet her parents. After the rodeo was over, she gives me directions to where to meet her so I can meet her parents later that night. It's, it's immediate. Now. <laughs> You have to meet my parents now. <laughs> like anyone, any normal person would be like, well, what's the rush? Like, <laughs> Man. All right. I get in my car excited to see this girl again. But then I catch a glimpse of my t-shirt sleeve in the rearview mirror. Somehow, it appears that it got caught on something and tore a bit. <laughs> it looks like a tattered mess. <laughs> And I don't want this to be. <laughs> and I don't want this to be part of my first impression on her parents. I decide I'm going to go run home and grab a new shirt before I head up to meet her parents. As I'm pulling out, I'm stopped by a woman who introduces herself as a girl's mother. She tells me that I need to come with her right away. <laughs> as we have a car driver waiting for us to take us to their house. I <laughs> I express my worry about my torn t-shirt. <laughs> He's not worried about anything else. Yeah. Hey, this lady, just seriously, how does she know already that I have interest in her daughter? She shows up in this car and is like, hey, get in. I'm like, um, but my sleeve... It's torn. <laughs> it 
It's a tattered mess. It's, will you look at this tattered mess? <laughs> Forgive me, ma'am. It's, it's, it's very important to have nice sleeves when you meet, when you meet your girl's parents. But she says it's no big deal and hands me a long sleeve flannel shirt to put over. Like she she knew. <laughs> I can just see that phone call. Hey Ma. Yeah, I just met this cute boy at the rodeo. He wants to date me, which means that you guys gotta meet him tonight. Oh really, honey? Well, I'll go and grab myself a flannel t-shirt, lest his his t-shirt. Be a tattered mess. Uh, <laughs> I love how, I like how his brain keeps it like on the in the same storyline that it's a flannel. Shirt. <laughs> like, it's gotta be flannel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she then walks me to a nice shiny black Lincoln and tells me to get in. Okay. <laughs> Right away. It's getting dark at this point, so I'm not exactly sure where we're going. He's already in the car. <laughs> There's no thoughts. <laughs> All right, whatever. Not exactly sure where we're going and would have a hard time recreating the drive for myself. This is a bad news. This is just <laughs> bad news for you. You have no idea where you are. You're with strangers. But she gave me a shirt. So she that was gave nice. you a flannel shirt. I yes. gauge I gauge people off of their <laughs> clothing kindness. <laughs> Suddenly, we pop out of a tunnel and pull up to a huge, very modern-looking house. I get out of the car and look up as I can hear the rushing of water, like the sound of a waterfall. I look behind me and notice that this house seems to be under a major freeway. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Where do I know that there's a waterfall under a freeway? <laughs> <laughs> That's where I am. <laughs> like a, like I said before. Are you talking about like a? They call them spaghetti bowls, like where all these different <laughs> interstates cross each other, going. Yeah, because if I remember right, it was somehow like they had their house like hidden. But they used, it was like hidden in plain sight because it was like <laughs> beneath like all these freeways. But then they used water features to kind of cover their house. Oh, I see. Like it's like very like, high tech. Like those places that you can like sometimes hike behind a like waterfall. Very Dr. Yeah. Evil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so their house seems to be under a major freeway, but is concealed by an elaborate array of crisscrossed fountains. The driver then pops the trunk and pulls out seven various luggage-looking bags. Why they have those, we don't know. <laughs> I want to get off to the right foot, so I offer to help carry them in. <laughs> hey there, Mr. Henchman Man. <laughs> those bags look mighty heavy. How about, me? How about I help you carry some of those in? <laughs> you gotta come across on the first date as being all that you can be. You know? I, I think you're just worrying about all the wrong things right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I walk into the house and the girl I like is hanging out on the couch watching TV. She looks up and seems super excited to see me. She jumps up and gives me a big hug and takes me into the kitchen for a snack. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, so excited that you could come. <laughs> Would you like a snack? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who was this that said that? The, the girl. Oh, the, the girl. Yeah, she was She's on the couch. She's not even there with you in the no, 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 car? No, no, no. She went home. Her mother came and picked <laughs> Danny up. What? But I thought I would have time to go home and change my shirt, but she came really fast. And then uh, she was like... This whole time, I was imagining... I was imagining, like... The mom and then the daughter you wanted to date, like in the, or like you and the daughter in the back seat, and then the mom just being the chauffeur. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. They, they had, had a driver. Oh, their own driver. Oh, so the mom was sitting in the back with. Okay. Me. <laughs> super. I mean, that drive had to have been super awkward. And just be like, 
Well, yeah, because well, thanks, thanks for the flannel. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was super worried that my sh- it was just it a wasn't awkward mess. for Danny. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> awkward for Danny after his his torn T-shirt <laughs> mess was his. was solved. Yeah. Then he was like, oh, life is good. All right, let's do this. Let's go. I have not a worry in the world. (laughs) All right, so they're in the kitchen eating a snack. A little while later, she tells me her parents want us to go down to the garage to meet her family. See, I... (laughs) This is just... I mean, it's already just somewhere I would not want to be. And it's getting even worse. Like, the garage? Like, why can't they come up here to the kitchen? (laughs) <laughs> where we're eating a snack, a nice, wholesome snack. Sometimes when you're young and just out of high school. <laughs> and building a house in the woods. You're blinded by love. <laughs> and you just do dumb things. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, people already hate their their in-laws, like, enough as it is sometimes. Because they're, like, super... I don't know how you describe it. Involved. <laughs> they try to get yeah. involved in the relationship because I think it's my daughter or whatever. But, like, this would be the most annoying in-laws ever. <laughs> like, you, I, I would just immediately be like, this is not going to happen. <laughs> no this no is way. This just too much of I'm a good approach these my people as in-laws. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now in my 30s, I would say that, but I was like 18 in this dream. <laughs> She leads me out of the kitchen through a living room and down a long flight of stairs that lead into a big garage. The garage looks more like a mechanic shop than a garage. Kind of think that's the same thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, not like your typical house garage. Okay. But as like it, a big... As it has a bunch shop. of tools, random vehicles, and a very high ceiling. <laughs> so it's a chop shop. Once in the garage, this is, I love this part of the. I love this part. Once in the garage, I accidentally bump into a motorcycle that tips over. I quickly push it back up and try to get it to stand up on its kickstand again. I remember this. But every time I do, just about wait. But every time I just about have it, the motorcycle turns on and the wheels spin, pushing the kickstand back up, and I have to start all over again. This is the. This went on for about <laughs> ten minutes. <laughs> I just really, really wanted to get that stupid motorcycle back up. Very goal oriented. Like, I'm not giving up. This is like the most repetitive episode of the Three Stooges ever. Just starring one stooge. <laughs> Literally 10 minutes of him trying to set up a motorcycle. He's like, where is the throttle on this thing? Do I just keep accidentally hitting it? What's going on? Well, I didn't even I, I didn't even turn it on. It's just starting. For 10 minutes. It's like it's like when you see people who fall slowly. Like not, not in slow motion, but the way they fall, it's like takes them a good couple seconds to get to the ground. Because it's a stumbly weird fall. Yeah. <laughs> but this is for 10 minutes. 10 minutes. I, am, I imagine like the the dad just like looking at you just for 10 minutes straight. While you're just like. Well, <laughs> good thing. <laughs> yeah. Finally, when you get the, it. The dad wasn't in there. Yeah, the dad oh, was not there. there. I was going to say, good thing, because the dad was not there. Um, however, so this went on for about 10 minutes when finally the girl shows me how to get the stand back up properly. I'm a bit embarrassed as I don't want her family, her and her family to think that I'm clumsy. (laughs) She's like, hey, you big goof. All you have to do is not turn the the motorcycle on when you're putting it up. (laughs) Stop hitting the ignition. (laughs) I'm just just imagining it in my head. (laughs) Seriously, 10 minutes she's standing there with her arms crossed like, 
Dumbass. <laughs> ten minutes. Because <laughs> by the end of that ten minutes, you've got to be exhausted. Just like, <laughs> she finally gets it up. You're just like, ah. <laughs> I know. It's funny that you say that because I do. I do remember like starting to feel very like, like my muscles are starting to ache. I wonder. I wonder how. <laughs> really exactly how long it was in real life but to him it just felt like 10 minutes so long <laughs> like after like and five then, and then you just you're so you just ah, thank you <laughs> and then things just progress as normal like it never <laughs> happened just like hi I sure hope you and your family don't think I'm clumsy <laughs> I completely forgot about that part. Yep. That was one of the best parts. <laughs> she then takes me down another long spiral case, staircase, <laughs> that ends in a huge underground bunker. This is bad news! <laughs> <laughs> underground bunker-looking cavern. I look around and see various high-tech equipment and vehicles. Just then, her mom, dad, and little brother walk out and say, Hi. I'm introduced to each of them. At first, her dad seems pretty intimidating. <laughs> I forget this part. But when I shake his hand, somehow telepathically transported into visions of his family's past, and can see that he is quite the family man. He can be a goofball to make his kids happy. And I can tell that they are the most important things to him. This gives me newfound respect for the man. Also... Between this vision and the surroundings around me, I realize that this girl's dad is some kind of top secret spy for the government. <laughs> I have the gift of discernment. After I shook your hand, sir, I could see that you are a top secret spy. You've also apparently invited me down to your secret lair. <laughs> I imagine all this happening like super quick in his head. So like on the outside, all it looks like is like they touch and then he's like before they touch, he's like uh, intimidating. And then he touch and he's just like, oh, uh, oh. Now that I've shaken your hand, I have a newfound <laughs> no. respect for you, sir. No, he, <laughs> he grabs his hand and he sees that he's a good family man. He's like, mm. Mm. and then he's a spy. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then the dad's just like, what? What is what are going you, on here? Why are you making noises? I'm just, you know. Understanding. So, once again, I've progressed quickly from graduating high school, and now I'm a telepathic <laughs> house builder that is now dating a top secret spy's <clears throat> daughter. I like <laughs> top secret spies. <laughs> daughter. Top secret spies. Daughter. <laughs> I've been known to like put pauses at the wrong times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he forgets like it's like that joke by Dimitri Martin where he's like, um, I never know how many N or what is it NAs to put on banana. He's like, so I'll write it and I'll be like, Banana, keep going, <laughs> Bananana, too far. <laughs> No, it's like this is actually a real story from high school. Like I went uh, to D's. Um, like if you don't know what D's is, it's like a village inn or a Denny's kind of a thing. In Bountiful, we're sitting there with a group of people, and I got I was t trying to tell them that I was biracial. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm assuming that this is something. The fact that you put the pause there <laughs> is kind of part of the story, so I'll let you finish. And so I like started. I was talking to him, and then I was like, "Yeah, I'm by." And then something like distracted me for a second, like out the window, and so I just stopped. <laughs> like a bird? No, like a human. Guys, I'm by. And then you look at a guy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he got distracted by a tear in his sleeve. <laughs> but then they're all like looking at me and I'm like, Rachel. <laughs> and they're like, oh. 
So that's where I'm saying. Did like, I have a hard know? time with pauses. <laughs> You're not just a <laughs> a person who likes women and guys and has Tourette's. I'm bi. <laughs> Racial. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you need to make sure that you do not pause. In the <laughs> so, anyway, so her father then walks up to me and says, if you want to date my daughter, you're going to have to have a one-on-one meeting with me on Sunday evening. I'm a bit nervous, but just like this whole day, I agree to the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've come this far. <laughs> okay, sir. <laughs> See, I'm. I would be a la- more. I would be lazy. I just like by this point, by the time the <laughs> like, the motorcycle fell over, I would just be like, I'm out. Guys. I'm like, Ugh. but you, you're just like, like, sir, your daughter is not that hot. <laughs> um, I'm gonna pass now. How many, how many hoops do I have to jump through? <laughs> I just wanted to ter- take her to D's. <laughs> how many hoops do I have to jump through, etc. <laughs> <laughs> I just when you did that voice. It, so. <coughs> All right. <laughs> so at this point, it's time for me to go home. I say my goodbyes and which at this point in time, I'd be very relieved that I'm going home because you yeah. probably should have died. <laughs> I say my goodbyes and leave the house and am walking down their long driveway. At this moment, I look down and realize that I'm holding one of the seven bags that I helped carry into the house earlier. Like, that's probably why you couldn't stand the freaking <laughs> motorcycle up. You had a big old bag in your other hand. <laughs> I'm holding one of the seven bags that I helped carry out the house earlier. I am mortified because I don't want them to think that I'm a thief and or secret agent myself. Whose mission is to steal this bag? I'm not quite sure what to do. Now that you're reading this and I'm getting to hear it again later, like I'm realizing that I was very like impressionable. (laughs) Like I cared a lot about what people thought about me in this dream. (laughs) Yes. I don't want them to think I'm clumsy. (laughs) I don't want them to know about my ripped shirt. Exactly. <laughs> I think that I'm a secret spy and I stole this bag. It's just an analog to how real, like, <laughs> real dating is. I think, like, because yes. <laughs> like, is. and then, like, because everybody does that. Everybody hides like all flaws and everything when they're on a first, second, third day, up until like three months, and then like Mike Birbiglia, you know him. He has a joke where he's like, yeah, and then like three months later you're just on a date and they're like and look Wong walks on the beach and I'm crazy <laughs> you're like oh my god <laughs> so, so when I hear I hear her dad yell my name as he walks toward me on the driveway I slowly turn around for whatever reason decide that my best course of action is to act like I'm completely oblivious to the fact that I'm holding this bag he inquires about the bag <laughs> When all else fails, deny. What do you got there, son? (laughs) To which I respond, I have no idea (laughs) what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) He, he He finally points down at the bag in my hand, and I act like I have no idea how this bag got there. (laughs) What is this bag? Strange. I don't know how that got there. I hand the bag over to him and begin my long depressing journey home. As I figured at this point, I've blown any chance of dating his daughter. I mean, think about all the things I showed. Like, I showed that I'm a snazzy dresser. I showed that I'm persistent at whatever goal I have. I'm going to keep trying until I succeed. I showed that I'm a man that is polite and complimented him on his family. <laughs> and I helped carry the bags in. He destroyed so, his property. I, des- I destroyed it all by freaking somebody planted that bag. <laughs> somebody planted it. I don't know. Any I imagine that moment, like, you know, on Napoleon Dynamite, where the guy, he's demonstrating the Tupperware. 
<laughs> and yeah. he takes it and sticks it under the wheel of like his van <laughs> to show how strong it is, and he just backs over it and it explodes. <laughs> and he's just like, Psh! and then he just knows that like the gig is up, so he's just like, damn it, drives off. <laughs> like I imagine Danny going through all of that work and then walking out with a bag. Like, what's that in your head? What? Oh, that. <laughs> Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) So I wake up the next morning, by the way. This all happened on a Friday. So this is Saturday morning. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case you didn't know how week, you know, how the days of the week were. (laughs) I drag myself out of bed and decide to take my mind off of things by putting in, (laughs) by putting in some hours working on the framing of the house in the woods. (laughs) (laughs) Can you just do that? I mean, I guess, I, you know, <laughs> I'm going to go put, I am thinking I'm going to go frame in the woods. <laughs> Kill some time. <laughs> <laughs> when I, <laughs> what are you doing? Why is it in the woods? <laughs> yeah. Like, are you, you're just built like my pastime is just, I go and I build towns. In the woods. Can you see like he's making one of those dating videos and he's like, Hi, I'm Daniel. <laughs> when I'm not doing anything, I like to go into the woods and frame houses. <laughs> Very self-conscious about my appearance and whether or not my clothes are a tattered mess. <laughs> if you want me to meet your parents now, I will do that. <laughs> No hesitation. <laughs> and then, then I wasn't like just building a random house in the woods. I got a job. Well, yeah, but no. And that's where they were building. No, but this is the thing, though, that we will find out that you are there by yourself. You just barely got this job. No supervision. I can tell you because I work for a construction company. You need to have somebody there to follow OSHA law. Okay, you need to have. Somebody that knows what's going on. You this can't is a just lax company. <laughs> obviously, they do not follow the proper protocols. What is OSHA again? Occupational like safety and health. Yeah, administration. Yeah, something, something like, that. like that. But yeah. Anyway, so he's at the house in the woods. When I arrive, I'm the only one. But after a couple hours of work, another truck pulls up. A super hot blonde girl gets out, tells me she just got hired as well as a framer and wanted to get an early start on the job. Here you go, Missy. You are a new framer. Get out. Go frame that house. He's just there. Okay, he's just there alone and just like kind of like wallowing and just like that didn't work out how I wanted it to. And then, and then this this car pulls up. And this hot girl just like gets out, like swings her hair in the wind. Like, and then I can just see Danny going like, "Here we go again." <laughs> see, the thing is, is luckily this was it a begins. dream because you know that he was probably just sitting there framing a house and was like. Man, I wish a hot girl would show up. <laughs> Luckily, I'm in a dream and I can just make one up. <laughs> uh, so or, I, or maybe it just so happens that I graduated from high school in a town of go-getters. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I introduce myself and we start framing together. <laughs> As we frame throughout the day, it begins to rain. Does he... <laughs> And I'm going to say this because it's not going well. Hopefully, um, we have this music going on at this point. It's something we're going to have to add in, but Daydream by. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember what their name is right now. Love and Spoonful is playing, <laughs> should be playing, as a montage of you framing this house with this hot blonde <laughs> and you guys just laughing together as. You trip over a two by four. <laughs> we were hammering in unison. Shoot a shoot a nail through your foot. <laughs> you clumsy fella. No, I don't want. I don't want to be clumsy. clumsy. 
<laughs> anyway, so as we as we frame throughout the day, it begins to rain. So now we are framing together in the rain, which apparently is super romantic. <laughs> After a long day of framing in the rain. We <laughs> <laughs> say framing in the rain like ten times. Is that your only is that your is that your sole skill is just framing? You can do nothing else. <laughs> Roofing hat, I have no idea. It's like my second day on the job. After a long day of framing in the rain, we decide to put a... <laughs> you see a whole village he's created in the woods, but it's all just frames of buildings. <laughs> like, there is no, there's no exterior, no roof. Well, I built your walls. There's no drywall or electrical or plumbing or anything, but... Well, it's got the basic shit. Pretty much from what I've done, you you get the gist. <laughs> His skills came from uh, when he was a kid and he, he used popsicle sticks to make <laughs> to make things. <laughs> so I pull wait. After a long day of framing in the rain, we decide to put a plastic tarp over the house and have ourselves a candlelit dinner together. I pulled out a can of soup and started to warm it up over a propane-powered camping stove that I just so happened to have on hand. <laughs> I think I just kept it in the truck. <laughs> this, this whole dream is Danny's just fantasy of being, like, a man. <laughs> what are you trying to say? I'm not saying you're not one, but, like, when you just think, like, yeah, I can... I can fix that. <laughs> I can do whatever. I'm a handyman. I got myself a truck. You want to eat some soup? I got a propane stove. <laughs> Just right in the back of my pickup. <laughs> so I pull out a can of soup and start warming it up on a propane-powered camping stove. We then sat on upside-down buckets and had a great night hanging out and talking. I had so much fun with this girl that I almost forgot about the spy's daughter. I decided to go to the. M <laughs> just, just, let's change. Let's change the scene. I forgot about the spy's daughter, so I decided to go to the mall on Sunday afternoon to kill some time. <laughs> when I was approached by a couple of men who told me I need to go with them right away. <laughs> For some reason, I didn't put up much of a fuss and just follow them to the strange-looking vessel shaped and painted like a squid. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. We're going to need you to come with us. <laughs> Where? That vessel looking like a squid. <laughs> we have parked outside the mall. <laughs> okay. Whatever you guys say. So that is... It's not a vehicle. Like you use the word vessel. vessel. It's not. A, it is not a vehicle <clears throat> because it is not a land vehicle. Is really what it is. Um, <laughs> I got in and sat down, just as the vehicle lifted vertically, much like the Millennium Falcon, <laughs> and and then took off flying at an extremely high speed. We flew over the ocean a ways, and when suddenly the vessel takes a nosedive straight down and splash into the ocean. Once we were several hundred feet under the water's surface, the vessel shifts power cycles and was now operating as a makeshift submarine. <laughs> it was an amazing vessel. <laughs> that's when you're like, oh, the squid makes sense now. Okay. Ah, that's why it looks like a squid. Squid don't fly. Why, in hindsight, I wonder why they weren't worried about like what people would think when they're like, what is that squid doing flying around in the air? Well, Danny, if you didn't question it, why would they? Yeah. <laughs> we coasted through the water for a few minutes when I started seeing giant shadowy figures gliding past us in the water. I looked up through the window a bit closer and realized that we were propelling through a school of giant squid. They were huge 
and had the ability to generate electrical shocks <laughs> as their tentacles would randomly light up with electrical current as they swam. It was amazing looking, but also concerning because I didn't want them to grab the vessel we were in and tear it apart. <laughs> I then asked the pilot of the vessel, do giant squids typically travel in large groups? <laughs> I always thought they were lone predators. <laughs> These are the questions he's asking. It's not... Uh, a legit Who question. are you? <laughs> Why are we in this squid-like vessel... How did it fly? Where are we going? Where? How did it become a submarine? Why are we hundreds of feet below the ocean surface? <laughs> are you going to kill me? <laughs> or rape me or something? <laughs> what are you going to do with me? Instead, it's... Hey, sir. The <laughs> squid usually traveling... Large group. <laughs> he looked at me and said, There's a lot you don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. I sat back down just in time to see an entrance in a rock ahead open up. The vessel went through the open doors and surfaced inside what I can only describe as a top-secret spy agency headquarters. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. I really like the fact that it's circled back around to the spy. Because in my dreams, they pretty much just like... Once I've done something, it's gone. Like, I'm not coming back to that. Yeah. His consciousness... <laughs> kept the theme alive <laughs> like hey I'll let you have a little bit of fun with the hot blonde while framing the house let's get back to business <laughs> <laughs> the men instructed me to get out and to find the girl's dad for our one-on-one -on -one meetup and the fact that you're like your head knew like you met these people on Friday <laughs> It has been two days. It is Sunday. Your consciousness knows it's Sunday. I have to go back and meet with, I don't know. It's just that those things are amazing to me. But again, I began to get nervous, but started walking through the halls in search of his office. This is when I woke up again. <laughs> Unsatisfied. Probably. We will never know what happened. I can't control when I wake up. <laughs> I know. It just happens. So maybe, you know what? This would be a good idea. You guys finish the story. Um, and let us know. <laughs> uh, give, us, give us an ending. Yeah, give us an ending. And, you know, I'm going to be honest. At this point, we're kind of recording this prematurely, so I have no idea how you're going to tell us to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but visit the visit whatever www.qcodepodcast.com there we go there will be some way we do have a website to get in touch with us qcodepodcast.com go there because we'll have this posted on our uh on our website finish the story for us Give us a page, two pages. I don't know. If you want to get really creative and give us like a whole other side of the, the whole other six pages of it, do that. I'm just be interested. And if you know what, if one of them really matches pretty good or maybe doesn't, but still feels like it would be a great ending, mm. we'll come back on and we'll read it. Ah, yeah. So anyway, that's that. Um, I mean, how would you guys end it? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you would find I I feel like the ending would just be very uneventful because you'd find her dad and he would just lecture you for something and you would just go along with whatever because you don't want to look stupid or silly. And or maybe he offers me a job as a spy. <laughs> you know, I was really impressed there how you were able to Look into my soul and stuff. 
<laughs> and the way that you uh, <laughs> stole my bag. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we just assume that you are like a Southern, <laughs> it's like from Texas or something. Because <laughs> well, it's because he's going to a rodeo. He's, going to a rodeo. he's giving a flannel yeah. shirt. <laughs> He's got He's a, a roofer in the woods. <laughs> so yeah, I think Texas is probably good. Like you got the uh, yeah. I feel like because you have an ocean, you have uh, woods and rodeos. So I think you're in Texas. Could be. So could be Texas. Could be like Alabama. Alabama, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> So. I imagine it though actually ending with him just on the phone with contractors being like, I got a whole lot of roofing and sidewalling that needs to be done. <laughs> Can you help me out. Seriously, I have like 10 houses that I've just framed. <laughs> there is nothing else. I it's need an just, electrician. Just two by four studs. <laughs> Standing up, nothing over him. I don't even have floors. I'm not a floor. Right? Yeah. They're just they're, yeah. it's on the dirt. I'm a framer. It's a, it's a frame on a dirt. It's just trusses. You can walk on the trusses, but I have not put flooring in. Mostly because I really just got this job and nobody's here to supervise me. <laughs> We may run into an issue because I did build some frames around trees. <laughs> We're going to need to come out. Were we supposed to get rid of the trees? <laughs> it's just, just more framing material. <laughs> now, that's what I call a tree house. Yeah. A tree so, around a house. I, or a house around a tree. Yeah. To, to, okay. to go along with our, uh, you know, we'd like to, at the end of these things, we like to kind of psychoanalyze. And try to understand. Now, you you kind of let us in with a really good idea, the fact that <laughs> whatever was going on in your life at this point, you were very self-conscious <laughs> of just <laughs> and very worried of how your appearance was, how everybody perceived you, um, you know, and whether or not that was just you, <laughs> you just playing into the 18-year-old character. Because, yeah, I mean, I remember... You're very insecure at 18, even if you think you aren't. Yeah. You're very vulnerable. Well, I remember this. I'll, I'll tell this story, my own, of when I, <laughs> I, when I first dated my wife. So, you know, we met. Um, I'd like to make it a little bit more interesting um, when I tell people this, but really and truly, we met at church, <laughs> and uh, it was real quick, uh, got, talked, got each other's numbers, and... Uh, I asked her out, uh, I think it was, because it was Sunday that I met her, and then I asked her out for a Tuesday. And then from Tuesday on, we seriously hung out every single day. But it was from Tuesday, Thursday, or Tuesday, like Wednesday. For and how long? Every day for the next week? Till now. <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, I've had time apart, but <laughs> basically that was it. Like We were hanging out. Inseparable dating but uh anyway so yeah we hung out tuesday wednesday and thursday with groups of people and friday was our first solo date and i was super confident at least on the on the surface and i was telling myself I'm like yeah i mean i'm i'm going to at the end of the night i'm going to plant one <laughs> i'm going to kiss her <laughs> i'm going to do it and so I go, because we, we, we went out to dinner, and then we went back to my house um, and just watched a couple of movies. First movie that we watched. I don't remember the second movie. I remember the first movie because it is the weirdest movie, one of the weirdest movies I've ever seen. And I've seen it a couple of times now because I know that my wife loves it, but it's Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, yeah, that show. And I'd never seen it before, had heard about it, but I'm sitting there watching it, and I'm like, this is the weirdest first date movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> and so then we go out and uh, I take her to her car because she had driven. Or no, did I? No, no. We go out to my car and then I, I drive her home and I'm taking her up to her, her doorstep. So wait, she brought the movie to your house? Yes. Okay. Either she had it or we rented it. I don't remember that part. 
But so we, I drive her home, going up to her doorstep. And I'm like, all right, here it is. I'm going to kiss her. And I totally chicken out. So I was super worried. Like, I didn't know what she was going to think of me. But so then, like, I get home and I text her. And this is back when texting for me was like brand new. Mm. And you had to like push the button three times before, like, to write the letter C. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then, so it took me like 20 minutes to text this. And I was like, hey, sorry, I felt, you know, I, I was a little nervous at the end there. And I said I was going to kiss you. Um, but then I chickened out and then she just writes back. That's okay. I have a bet with my dad that I wouldn't kiss anybody until my birthday. This is February, by the way. <laughs> okay. And, uh, in fact, what's today? 13th. Yep. Ooh, this is like 12 years ago tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Cause we met on the 11th. So this was like the 12th. So the 15th, so in two days, mm. actually. So Friday, it would be 12 years. 12 years, yeah. And from, uh, from the day you chickened out. From the day I chickened okay. out, yeah. Because I met her on the 11th, yeah. or the, yeah, I think oh, the so 11th. the day after yeah. the, or Thanksgiving, the day after Valentine's Day. Yes, we did hang out on Valentine's Day at like a kind of like a, anti-valentine's day party <laughs> that i had <laughs> with some family members but uh anyway uh so she writes back, she's like oh no worries you know i i have this bet with my dad that i wasn't gonna kiss anybody for until my birthday it's february i was like oh, okay well when's your birthday she's like october <laughs> and i was like october <laughs> and not just october like the end of october <laughs> and i was like what i was like i have to wait like eight months for this like come to find out she was she was actually dating somebody <laughs> but he was he was off uh in like washington or something he lived there but they just hadn't broken up or anything uh, so she just didn't want to like you know do anything too serious before uh, you know that part of her life was done or whatever. Uh. I didn't know about it for a while though. Cause it wasn't until like April that it was done. <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember you talking to me about it though. Cause didn't we talk about it at like a KFC? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> like we went and got food at a KFC and you're telling me about like, yeah. Cause I was like, how's that Quincy girl? And you're like, well, she's like, deciding between me and like some other dude <laughs> like, well what? guess what i won dude <laughs> i beat you dude, so that, that those are, that is that was probably like a tormenting while you had there. yeah just like yeah. just every day like, oh, see chosen yet <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't see my rose yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I get those feelings when you first start out that you're very self-conscious, you know, conscious about everything. Well, yeah, especially when the person you're dating is <laughs> you're like in a freaking competition like <laughs> damn it, this who is this guy from Washington? <laughs> like I got to Met, not I just Washington. Sorry, him. this was gotta, DC. So Oh, DC. So yeah. Like, I got to Facebook further. him just like Internet stalk him, find out who he is. Yeah. So, but is it Bill? Is it Clinton? <laughs> is it Clinton? <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, you definitely had something going on there. Not exactly sure. I don't think we'll ever know. Just like we will never know what actually happens at the end of this story, but or at the end of this dream. But anything else you guys want to say before we end here? No, it's just I kind of enjoy hearing these dreams like months later. <laughs> From, and it just kind of gives me like a perspective of being able to be the audience member in a way. <laughs> yeah, I totally like, forgot. I dripped I about this. about half the stuff in there. <laughs> like, it's good stuff. <laughs> so great. Well, if you like that, guys, uh, be sure to obviously visit our website. Uh, like we talked about, um, comment and and uh, give us the end of these yeah. of these dreams. And that, that I just have to say, the motorcycle part for some reason is the. <laughs> funniest part <laughs> let us know what your favorite part is um and yeah tune in next time and yeah we'll see you then